we are apparently back. Uh, I don't think we've left, but we did in some eyes. And we're back with the DPL podcast. I don't even know if it's a podcast at this point. It's more just let's make bad takes and see how scuffed we can get in the span of an hour. I am your host, Mr. Donut. I help make the Process League a thing that exists. You know, I don't know if it doesn't... uh, I don't know if it works, but who knows. But we are here with two very special guests. And that's Ned. Say hi, Ned. Hello. Hello. Ned says hello. And then that's... We have Billboard. Hey, the inanimate object who also is, so to say, <laughs> uh, one, one of the more seasoned players and snipers in this community. And so I am very excited to have both of them on. And we're going to do some, we're going to talk about a lot of things. And one of the main things that we're going to kind of get into is the, so to say, uh, Gunplay 3.0, you know, how they got into the game, and really just overall the meta, because we haven't been, you know, in a while, and we're going to talk about the meta, you know? And it, it's changed a lot, and we'll get into it later. But first, I kind of wanted to ask both of you, how are you doing today? Um, kind of tired. I'm getting tired. ready for a vacation, so, you know. Ooh. That's going exciting. To, let me ask in. yeah. Yeah, I'm going to San Francisco, so... And then for a few days, and then after that, going to Mammoth Lake. That seems really fun. Yeah. I'm jealous of you. That's pretty sick. Um, I'm okay. Yeah, you doing okay? Uh, just living, you know. Um, my mom actually left for a vacation, because I'm not at school right now, so I'm at home. Mm-hmm. And she left for vacation, so I'm living on my own right now for, like, about a couple weeks. So, that's where I'm at. All right. Just well, living. just living. That seems to be how everyone is. I mean, in this entire game, and really in this entire community. So, we, I kind of want to get out and start. You know, and this is a big thing that I think a lot of the new players know is that you've kind of been these figureheads or these uh, these people in the community. That's always they've been around. You know, they've always kind of shown up in 10-mans or in games and people and more the experienced players, you know, like a Commissar or Revenant or really anyone are like, oh, I know them. That's these guys. And so uh, it, it is one of those things that like, I, I really wanted to get your opinion, well, not your opinion, but your thoughts, your story on really how did you start in this game? Why do process, you know? Why are you playing this game instead of anything else? So Billboard, why don't you start us off? Yeah, sure. Uh, well, um, I have kept my eye on due process for a long time, ever since you know the the block the blockman days back mm-hmm. um, when Node was making videos on it. Um, and I kind of I really like the concept of you know random maps and strategy and stuff like that. So I've always kept my eye on it. And then when um, when alpha registration opened up, I, you know, I jumped to the gun to try to to get in as soon as I could. And uh, so I, I actually was able to, and I was in alpha for a while and played a bit then. And then I've been kind of playing since. Um, and really, it's just kind of as uh, the way I look at due process is it kind of is like what I wanted Rainbow Six Siege to be as I did come from that game um, as in my very short pro career in that game. Uh, but 
Um, I, I, the reason I got into Siege in the first place is the kind of same reason I got into due process is, is really for the the team play aspects and the um, the strategy uh, were really the big parts and, um, and and I think due process can do it a lot better obviously because you know maps are always changing and um, things like that so it allows a lot more flexibility uh, there rather than I guess Siege's method of adding new operators to change up change up meta constantly rather than doing it via new maps um and then eventually you know i think i i i personally outgrew siege it went in a direction that i it's it's turned more into a hero shooter than a tactical shooter um <laughs> so and, and also there was uh the era of the people everyone trying to play like bolo um and so like that kind of ruined ranked as well so it kind of ranked just turned into tdm so that game like went basically the opposite direction of what i wanted to play it for so I just yeah I started playing due process a lot more and then yeah I played um uh in all of the DPL seasons I believe the first yeah. one on as not I didn't really play much in the first season um I was really just kind of like showing up on game days and mainly because we also didn't scrim I think it was what uh what was our team oh simply or it was like something simple, uh, simply awful or pretty something awful, I don't pretty know awful. pretty, pretty awful. awful that's what it was pretty, pretty awful. awful yeah uh and our team was bad, but you know, <laughs> and you know, I, people said like I was carrying on that team, which I mean, I kind of was like a lot. We, I mean, we didn't, we didn't practice to be honest, mm-hmm. so like it was not not expected to do well. But I mean, we did what we could. And then uh, after that, those days, you know, after that, I think marbles hit me up, and we uh, and that's when the fluff the fluff era came. Um, and so that was that, that was probably some of the best best time i had on on the game uh i mm-hmm. and then uh and then after that yeah there was btg but kind of dissolved as we we all kind of started to lose interest at least at the state of the meta at that point a lot of us were kind of over with the game yeah and uh, i only really ended up coming back um onto neo because i i was really looking for a team that i felt like i could win with and that's really all i wanted to play with rather than play for fun because at the mm-hmm. time i just wasn't happy with where the game was so um now I'm um, in a in a I'm I'm happy where I am right now, ready to play next DPL season whenever that starts to begin. Yeah, and I mean, uh, it's it's definitely uh, very interesting to see kind of how you progressed, you know. And I think one of the very funny stories, and please, this is for my more own interest, is that what is like in, when BTG when you guys made playoffs, you know, it was. Nemesis, uh, Flogels at the time, or Yakuza now, uh, BTG, and Fierce. And I heard that you guys were scrimming basically every day. You were constantly grinding so you can like either win or just beat Fierce. And I wanted to see if that had some truth to it, you know? Or is that just um, fiction than fact? BTG, I don't think we end. We did. We definitely did not play nearly as much as we played on fluff. Like BTG was definitely yeah. more of a laxed thing, especially like as the season progressed. Um, we kind of got more and more, I guess, lazy about it. And then, yeah, then playoffs. We, I, I was definitely not happy with our performance because we hundred percent should have at least got second place. We should have at least beat Fierce, but mm-hmm. we just we yeah we didn't practice enough. We didn't have enough cohesion and too many mistakes. So. We um, did take on Brand One halfway through the season. Oh uh, yeah, that. Too. I feel yeah. like we never quite meshed well with Godspeed. Um, 
I mean, he both like fine players, great players. But um, I remember talking with Frosty and like uh, Grady when he came back, and uh, Marbles late night about like we just wanted to beat Fierce, mm -hmm. but we just didn't play enough or practice enough to really get that um, momentum going with our newer squad. Like I think on paper, hundred percent we should have beat Fierce, but is yeah we didn't we didn't have the cohesion like we were making way too many mistakes I, I don't remember i don't really remember the games that much but i definitely i think i remember around like in my in my brain it might have been during the season maybe not playoffs where we had a really really bad miscommunication oh no no it was oh yeah oh i hate i it was runes it was runes i remember this it was, oh I, not this the ruins nemesis when when Ned and Godspeed placed a door charge on the same door. <laughs> oh my so god, I forgot about both that. of our util. And so we didn't have the door charge to 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 charge outside of castle. So mm -hmm. Roadrunner just like like mowed us all down because he, yeah. was, he was just sitting safe in a corner. Oh my and god, I forgot about that yeah, round completely. That, that round haunts me because the reason I remember that round is because Revenant made a damn video about it, bastard. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. There was a lot. There was just way too much like miscalling on BTG. Mm -hmm. um, just because, yeah, we didn't. I don't think we did not practice nearly enough as or as much as I wanted to. Yeah, but I remember when the uh, the whole when you guys were going into playoffs, there's this whole, like, not stigma, but this rumor that, like, they're practicing every single day, they want to beat a Daxi and Marbles, but it seems like that's more fiction. Um, Ned, what about you, you know? I, I can't, like, you've always been the face, so to say, of the DPL, as you were literally the first emote, and you which still Which I are. did not ask for. You did, did not, not ask, ask for, for, so there was a story to that, which you can tell whenever you desire. Oh my if god. You desire. But Ned, how did you get into this game, you know? Why don't you, why, did you come from Siege, or was it more just like, nah, this is, this game looks funny, uh, let's, uh, let's see what so, goes on. I played Counter-Strike most of my free time mm -hmm. at that at the point of, but also I was in college. It was my freshman year of college when I got into the, the alpha. Um, I, I got in like a year before I had even uh, joined because I, I didn't even see the messenger discord because I didn't use my PC at the time. Mm -hmm. Cause I was at college, I was freshman at college, I was going to a lot of parties, hanging out with a lot of people, living the dorm life. And Ooh. I opened my laptop like the last week of school, you know, when COVID hit and yeah. we were all getting sent home. I open my laptop, I look in Discord, and I see a message from Keymake, from the Keymaker, and I get a key, and I'm like, holy shit, it's that game that I signed up for Alpha because of the Node video, of course. Um, and I was so excited to play, um, so I, I hopped on right away, and I just got trashed on, and I played my first game with Fishy and Lando. <laughs> oh, that's... Ooh, you played with Fishy. That seems like an experience. Oh, uh, it was... <laughs> he, tell, he tells me that I, like... Like, of course I'm not cracked at the game, but he always says at how bad I was when I first started, and he makes fun of me for it. Um, it's arguably that you better now, though. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely somewhat okay now. I can carry my weight. Um, <laughs> but... Uh, yeah, I got I got I got into the alpha and I was playing because I was like, man, this game is fun. And mm -hmm. then I started getting a match with like Clover, and I think I had like a clutch one game, like I clutched like a one v three or one v two with like Allegros. And Clover messaged me and he's like, hey, do you want to try out for Whiskey Wednesday? Ooh. And this was right at the back end of Alpha One, 
So mm-hmm. Alpha One had just ended, and they were looking for tryouts. And I posted a free agent, and he was like, "Hey, do you want to try out?" And I got on the team. I was on Whiskey Wednesday for like a hot second, and then we <laughs> rebranded, and then uh, in match. The, okay, and then the way Ned Champ started. Let's let's go into that. But yeah, one let's talk about Ned Champ. The, the, this is a story. We would scrim, right? Mm-hmm. And I would like Papega really hard. I would be, I would do some really fucking stupid plays, and then they would say like Ned Champ, Ned Champ, or like. I, I, someone just made the connection instead of saying Pog Champ, they started saying Ned Champ. Yeah. And then one time in a scrim, I threw a nade into an arcade when they were pushing, and I got like a 4K with a nade. Ooh. And it's like one of my favorite clips of all time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got a 4K with a nade, and then they all started saying Ned Champ. And then right after that, we were all in like Discord VC with cams on, mm-hmm. and they were like, Ned, make a Pog face. <laughs> And Clover screenshotted it and clipped it and then made it all look all nice and then posted in due process league general and said, I petition to make this uh, an emote, the first uh, Twitch emote of the due process league Twitch. Mm-hmm. And it got so many reactions and like people wanting it to happen and then it happened. Yeah. And that's such a weird thing. Yeah. But I mean... <laughs> it's cool. <laughs> you know, whenever you're playing a game where you're in chat and you just see Ned Champ, it's like, I want to, that's like, just like, dang, that's just, you know, using my face for all this. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to get the royalties. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. I, that's just so funny. I just think it's it's cool to see my to see my face once in a while in a Twitch chat. Yeah. And that's, that's always fun to kind of just uh, get all in on this you know with the getting in the game and really just having the experience but i kind of another thing of the game you know let's talk about due process is hot seat let's so i always wanted to i always like to ask you know more experienced players like this you know what was the worst time for you playing this game meta wise you know when was it most unfun when was it really hard to slog through and then counterpoint to that when was it the best time you know give us some of your roast into classes the olden days because i know everyone has them you know and i'm pretty sure you might got you guys might so hit us yeah um i i just know off the bat what my least favorite time to play Mm -hmm. was when flow goals first started becoming a thing and uh kick barbing red doors when they were first becoming a thing and mm-hmm. and uh like flogal barbing when they'll blow the red door and run across yep. and barb it that's just so unfun to me i don't know it why is. it's so unfun <laughs> uh and like when people like plebdo started running out with auto shoddy a ton mm-hmm. so this um, is this is pretty recent a few months ago you know yeah mm-hmm. i mean the plebdo, not so much. I I got yeah, a, pleb- I got a little bit frustrated, but like I don't know when people started doing unorthodox things from se- like when season two started in between season mm-hmm. one and season two, when people started playing around with new strats that were just so fucking weird to me, yeah. I got frustrated. Yeah, yeah. I'm like I think the worst. I don't know because yeah, I was frustrated with that stuff too, but I. 
I think I just was all like very tired of. I think it was probably during mostly like the fluff era or BTG era is like just the the constant like shift Wing of like attackers where they could just HP pool run through like every. I mean, it's still kind of a problem now with mines, <laughs> but we'll get to that later. We'll get you yeah, uh, definitely. But it, I, I think it has, it's gotten better, but it 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 used to be way worse of. Um, Attackers just being able to like HP pool, like run through anything and not really like care. Um, and that was at least I remember that, especially like that flatline did that a lot, a lot. They did that like all the time, they would just like run through everything. Um, so I, I don't know, mm -hmm. like, weirdly for me, I think where I changed or like where things stopped getting frustrating is when I changed my mindset about the game. When I swapped from like getting off of BTG to joining Neo, like my mindset kind of flipped in terms of trying to like take it as like a fully, I guess like tactical game into like playing like just, I guess almost in a sense, bring it back to like siege of like, you gotta have, you gotta have calculated aggression in, in this, in this game right now of like, of, what's good like you can't just monkey mode it all the time yeah but um you do have to know when to be aggressive like doing things like you know like peeking out of sheds on on uh c stores or uh opening shutters like because yeah, we started doing that a lot like i think we were one of the first teams if not the first team to do that uh i think it was either fluff or btg i don't remember but it was btg, I think it was time. BTG. yeah because you like, guys yeah, have done a lot of weird things well you know but it was kind of set in like oh this has been in the game you know just yeah, because happens. like we've like the, the realization you have to make is like uh, when you're playing defense is avoid getting flashbanged, and you have to do literally whatever you can to do that. Whether that be run at them with a like with a tub when, while the flash goes deep in the room and try to get kills, or just peek super aggressively before they even get a chance to throw flashes. Like that's yeah. kind of how I learned you have to play defense now. And like once that mindset uh, mindset swapped, like. I could I could do it a lot easier. I mean, like, of course, there was always you know playing anti flash, someone playing like an off angle, but like that, that the problem with that is that's not viable on every map. There are a lot of maps mm -hmm. that don't have good cross angles or anything set up, and there are rooms you just can't hold. So you kind of have to learn to just do those, I guess, really really aggressive things of like running running through the own door of when they flash through, or like yeah, just already peeking before they even try to throw flashes, stuff like that. Yeah, and yeah. I mean. On the opposite side of that, you know, we, we, there was a lot of, in my opinion, really good parts of the game. There's a lot of really clean meadows, or very fair meadows, or even really just kind of fun meadows. And I wanted to ask both of you, like, what was that meta that you really enjoyed, that you played the most due process, or that you really just enjoyed playing due process the most? Um, uh, hot take. Hot take? I really liked the start of Gunplay 2.0. Um, when like vitals quit the game, <laughs> and uh, when like when like everyone was so frustrated with the gunplay because of how like different it was from what it was before, because before every gun was just like a laser beam. I do think some of the guns are dog like were like very bad once gunplay 2.0 happened, but like um, it just was a lot more fun because it was when the biggest meta shifted from uh. Like it shift Wing, I can just have perfect accuracy across the entire map with an AP. Uh, I flash you, you're dead. To okay, I actually have to kind of think about where I'm shooting and mm -hmm. and like 
think about my gunplay more. I I feel like that was when shift wing became a little bit less prevalent. But that was also when people started running through mollies and stuff. So I don't know. Yeah, there's also that small time when they nerfed the defender utility into the ground. This was around yeah, when DPC oh open God. was a thing. And it was that was the it was DPC open and then they changed it for qualifiers. That for those who don't know is that they gave the defenders like they like double the amount of barbs and then like another three mollies, but they made them useless. So you had to double stack mollies and barbs. You had to double stack mollies and barbs to even have like a chance. And oh, was that a meta? But so my meme answer would be uh, back when barbs were gigantic. <laughs> and yes, yes. yes. the best <laughs> pipe bombs pipe bombs cool. uh, but um I, i'm honestly gonna say i think where the game is right now is probably really? the best it's been mm-hmm. um i think there are certain aspects sure that might have been better in the past but i don't think there was any like holistic time that i can recall that was like just like it, i would be a fool to say that the game was better before than it is right now there are yeah. things that are still wrong with the game right now, I, I 100%, but um, I enjoy playing the game now overall more than in the past. Mm-hmm. I think agree with that. If you've Sorry. definitely played before Refactor, or even the time period right after Refactor, you know, you have these rose-tinted glasses, and the game was like, oh, man, I remember we had cut and shield, and, you know, and pipe bombs, and it was an awful experience, uh, but, like, stem packs and all these weird things, and how, like, events basically made the game uh, a monster mash for the span of, like, two months, you know, and all these weird different things. It was, like, such a tight community. But if you played during those days, it was... Imagine playing... Like, the worst servers ever. It was not a fun experience. I remember Clover, like, every single round, just getting, like, a 2K by throwing a pipe bomb outside of a red door. Like, mm-hmm. it, it was so broken. They gave the, they gave the, they just gave the defenders grenades that could blow up in their hands. And the suicide <laughs> plays were hilarious. The clips of those, Ooh. oh, they're, they're, they have me dying. Um, you know, and talking about meta, and I, I, amazing transition, I know, right? Brilliant. But we're going to kind of get into the new one, you know? A new patch dropped last Thursday, or really the Thursday before that, that introduced a lot of new changes. And we'll get into those changes um, very soon, in fact, in a few minutes. But I kind of wanted to ask, do you, with, after Gunplay 3.0, the addition of the new guns, the changes, the small bug fixes that they've changed... Are you yay or nay? Is this like, yes, this is a good patch. You know, I am happy about this patch. The game is in a better state. Or are you more like, eh, there needs to be some changes. I'm not more of a fan. Um, I can start with this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, overall, I would say I'm happy with it, but mm-hmm. there definitely needs to be changes. Um, I, I can already tell you, Black Tar needs to get nerfed, and oh, yeah. uh, KRM needs to get nerfed. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think they're... I, 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 I do actually, like, at first I was a little worried about the defender economy with them adding just straight four new guns, but considering how big maps are getting these days, especially with the, to be honest, I, I really, like, I really wish they would just pick a direction for what they want to do with Killhouse because mm-hmm. it seems like they're just swapping it up so much. And I understand it's also kind of their testing ground for, like, new um things for possible future tile sets but at the same time like for the sake of consistency i'd like to see them 
like hunker down on something because like you know we're getting like vastly different chaoses we'll either get like super small ones or we'll get like those parking garages or we'll get um airlocks or vaults like um i would like to see some consistency on kill house um but uh besides that because of the fact that we're getting like generally longer range maps um it, i do like the the economy changes on defense i think it, it was well needed getting two additional like long range weapons and then mm-hmm. i guess the other groupers you could yeah, i would say like more mid-range but um and then uh outside yeah outside of that i think those are like really the main changes and if anything um i'm trying to think any other like also problematic recoils i don't think so i think it's just those two guns i feel like are just way too easy definitely yeah uh i agree i think but i also think that ingmar i just think the recoil is wonky it's not like too much or too little i just think it's just too wonky it feels like i i haven't tried it much since i mean i have tried it a little bit in like testing ranges and it does feel better than it did gunplay 2.0 but i still feel like my bullets aren't going where i'm shooting half of the time or maybe it just needs like no that would buff it too much i was gonna say like a rate of fire change or something but increase it let's yeah, go but that would be so well they'll be broken i don't know mm-hmm. i've I, never had a problem with anymore to be honest i actually was fine with it 2.0 and 3.0 i, I i'm sure it's just a personal thing uh it just bounces yeah. weird that's all yeah i just haven't i just have never had the my brain doesn't work um mm-hmm. but i agree the black tar is yeah. very very strong and um, i mean let's get into the black tar you know with the new changes there came new patch notes as usually does and one of the big things is the black tar black tar now has a suppressor it has been updated giving a new sight and an integrated suppressor it has less recoil and it uh is now also the best gun of the game in my opinion but you know we can put that on the bad takes counter and so i wanted to get your kind of thoughts on Billboard Ned, you know, you kind of alluded to this, but like, what, how is the Black Tar? You have the attackers have four of them. It's a pretty good gun. And so, what are your thoughts on the gun? How does it change the meta? How does it change the game, for better or for worse? Um, it kind of makes Saber useless. I'm not gonna lie. Not like <laughs> useless, useless, but like, if you're a good aimer, you don't really need Saber anymore because you can just spam a Black Tar and not and not have it move at all. Like they they just need to. They need to um, change their the buff of the what is it? Those like thirty percent recoil on on the black tar ADS. They need to lower that to maybe like fifteen percent, ten percent, something like that. Yeah, I think then, they could do that. I um, uh, I agree. I just think it's really, really strong uh, on basically any map because you can. I hot take. I. I think you can brace fire with it extremely well. I, I feel like people don't brace fire with it enough close range, but mm-hmm. um Yeah, I think it's just really good. You could you could change the the recoil. You could also maybe change the headshot multiplier, but that might fuck too much with time to kill as a whole and make it just too weak. Mm-hmm. But that's that's also my take on the KRM is that they could change recoil, which would I think would be the obvious choice, or they change like mag capacity, give it different mags. Um, give it one sixty round mag, you know. No, I was gonna say more like <laughs> twenty round mags, but um, 
Or maybe you change the headshot multiplier on the KRM so that it doesn't melt people as as fast. But I don't know. Mm -hmm. Black tar good. Yeah. You know, and I mean, talking about the KRM, you know, that that gun definitely came in and did a lot of work, better for worse. And for those who don't know, it is a we have brought it back. The KRM has been brought back from the olden days when it was the scariest gun in the game. You know, it has a it's a fully big KR, better recoil control. You know, better um, and uses the same mags. It is a kind of a Igmar KR mix. So, I kind of wanted to get your thoughts on the KR. You know, billboard. You definitely alluded to how it needs to be nerfed, but Ned, I want I didn't really hear much about. Well, I did hear some, but I wanted to hear like how would you fix the KRM in the sense of not just maybe a rec mag change, but like would you lower the recoil? Would you increase the re would you keep the recoil same below the damage? You know, and kind of follow up to that is how do you think the KR shapes the meta? Hmm. A lot. The a KR lot. I know. <laughs> uh. Well, I guess to start off, I would say the KRM, the recoil. I think it's fine, personally, mm -hmm. because I think it still is, like, you can't, if you're not controlling it, you will lose your target, and, yeah. which has happened to me many a time, I'll be oh. shooting with the KRM, mm -hmm. and I'll, it'll bounce too high, like, I'll be aiming at head level, and it'll bounce too high, and I won't mm -hmm. be hitting them anymore, uh, but that's also just a fault of my, my known, um, I don't know, I think... I would like to see maybe a damage change, mm -hmm. but honest, but uh, but obviously they're using all the same values as the KR, and maybe that would fuck with their code too much. So I don't honestly know. Yeah, I don't think they need to change any. I think I think I, I like their approach of the new weapons that they added just being basically like side grades, or in a sense, or like I mean, like. Uh, yeah, they're technically side grades because you know you get ups and downs compared to the U. Like you know you, I think you move slower, less hip fire accuracy, no laser stuff like that. But um, obviously, yeah, I think I think the recoil is too minimal. And like the problem too with the KRM is it kind of, I feel like with with just the the weapon expansion on defense, it has kind of, at least for the like pub games, maybe not necessarily teams or ten mans or like. Mm -hmm. Um, there are basically basically people that have really good aim. Yeah. This is not going to change, but for like the the general player, uh, Legros is not going to get picked up ever. I don't think mm -hmm. oh, yeah, by no. by it's... anyone pubs or why like, would you in, ever pick it up? Casuals even, like, and more like why would you when every other gun has no recoil? Um, <laughs> and you don't really need to be like super accurate with, or you can just like suppress fire. It's like Legros is really good. Don't get me wrong, because you can just two tap headshot and they're dead. It's the same thing as Black Tar, um, if not technically better. Um, but uh like damage wise but um yeah like no i don't like no one really uses legros unless they're actually like uh, a crack shot uh because the, you know the body shots are terrible with that thing so yeah. you really need a headshot to for that gun to work and if you can't do that then you're just going to pick up any other gun that you can just spray and that's pretty much every other weapon available so mm -hmm. i mean a lot of, uh, there's been some takes from members of the community, and I don't want to call them out, but I will. Some people like Revenant who are like, there's no reason to ever take the Legroso Eco, you know? 
you go into Kill House or Dome, you take the KRs. If you go into C-Store, you take the Shotgun Snacks and Grubers. You go into Factory, you take the Igmars, Big KRs, and the Mop. You go into Kill House, you take Grubers, KRs, and if it's a smaller Kill House, Tubs, you know, a lot of shoddy. And so, there's a lot of talk about the economy and how this game, and definitely I wanted to get both of your thoughts on really like how has the KR and Black Tower, two very strong weapons, affected the economy of this game? Because you touched on that. There's no reason to take the the uh, the Legros. So, well, I I do think Legros has its place on Dome and Factory mm -hmm. um, because those are always pretty much always going to be long range maps, and as long as you can position that player in a spot where he doesn't get exposed to ever having to have CQC, then it's fine. Like, as, if you're a smart player and you know how to position yourself, you can play Legros just fine on, on Factory Dome. Um, and obviously, like, the Park and Garage Kill Houses, too. But mm -hmm. outside of that, um, I don't... You should pretty much... Like, you never need to bring a Legros in C-Store now, because I know some people used to do that sometimes, just purely for the wallbang factor, because it has that high pen. Um, but no one's probably ever really going to do that now, just because usually C-Stores are mostly close quarter. Um and yeah, in term, terms of the Black Tar, um, it's, I, I would say same thing. It, it's, it's, it's still, I mean, while as much as a, a laser it is, it still has a lower rate of fire, so it's still not going to be good CQC. It's really going to still shine factory dome mainly. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, and, but like Ned was saying, the brace is actually like surprisingly good on it too. Yeah. Um, I think the Legos just doesn't fit in the current meta it's most people like to get in your face defenders like to get in your i mean i guess uh, if i am a defender defenders well defenders like to get in your face and if uh you're you have a legros on it on most maps uh, unless you're playing on a parking garage or uh or a factory that's large enough and has enough open space with enough cover that you can't get flashed easy um you're you're better off having a knack and when they pull pin, you run at them and kill them. Like, it's you're just in an unfavorable fight in most circumstances, unless you are playing with a team that helps you and supports you in the right way. Mm -hmm. All right, listen, hot take, knack sucks. Hot take. Oh, knack I don't. Okay. I mean, I agree. Why? I agree in a way. I agree in a way. Every time I feel like I use knack, I mean, to be fair, it's hard to tell the impact of it. Um, but I like, there are a lot of times that I'm wall banging with the knack and I feel like I'm doing nothing or I only end up getting one kill out of it and then end up running out of mm -hmm. ammo and being stuck with a pistol and, and having like nothing <laughs> left. Cause I, even though I know I'm, I know I'm where I'm wall banging is where it is. Cause like I'm wall banging where, where I hear barb and calls off my teammates and stuff like that. But I'm always finding myself running out of ammo for it. And then, um, <laughs> Even then, too, sometimes I feel like the knack just doesn't do damage for me. Like sometimes I, I feel like I always get out out DPS by it. I don't yeah. know. I feel that. I just I'm I'm not like it, it's supposed to be the wall the wall bang gun, but I feel like it doesn't do as much as it doesn't at least at least doesn't feel as impactful as it as it sh I feel like it should. But yeah, it's it's one of those. I, maybe I'm just like, bad with it. To be honest, Mace just said in chat the old knack is way better. You know, so. I mean, well, the, the old, brace, I mean, the old neck yeah. is good. That was a good, the brace animation was perfect and they had to yeah. ruin it for us. 
The yeah, old, the, old gang, the gangster animation. The old 1.0 Knack. Oh my gosh, yeah, 1.0 Knack. Oh. Man, I loved the whole, like, DFC Knack to retype meme where they would just take both Knacks and they would snipe people across the... And it would work. Factory. And it would work, and it was so much fun to watch. I mean, it wasn't fun to play against, but it was fun to watch, you know? So. Yeah, uh, I do feel that, like, that sometimes if you get, like, two no regs and a mag, you're, you're not going to win the fight. Like, yeah. <laughs> it can really fuck you up because you have so many more opportunities to get a no reg to be honest and that's but, the thing too like i feel well, real quick i feel like with the knack i feel like you have to spend a mag to kill a person like you, you can't you cannot you cannot get two kills at least on full health attackers like rarely ever you will get out, you'll get out dps by like mm -hmm. ap's yeah and so i mean one of the things that uh a lot of contention i wouldn't say contention really just thought has been put in is that you know right now we have all right we have these three and we have these two insane guns in the uh krm and the black tar you know and then we have these really good guns generally and the guru sd the igmar you know and then of course but then we have another kind of thing is the power weapons you know and the power weapons had a change they take long to be pulled out and especially it impacts guns like the mop because the holster animation and the uh taking the gun out definitely changes it a lot and so billboard i wanted to ask you specifically new uh new mop when you change the mop thoughts you know is this kind of like a huge nerf or was people freaking out about it it was deserved um mop i as much as i like aggressive mopping and aggressive sniping i it 100 was deserved it it should not be it's it should not be okay that a mop can like single-handedly like at, like even after his shot goes off be able to like just quick swap so easily and then still be able to like, mm -hmm. possibly kill another person um Definitely. i think it, it makes it it puts it in a lot better position so you really do have to play off your teammates so when you're reloading you have hopefully a, a teammate like holding across with you or like protecting you if they're starting to push and things like that like i think it's a lot better mm -hmm. um same with i guess like saber and i mean um yeah not so much with saber it's definitely it definitely impacts mop the most and yeah really auto not so much because you're not really swapping weapons a whole lot with auto or at least you shouldn't be um but yeah no it was a deserved change and i'm happy it's a, it's a very good change yeah and you know and really you were known as a very consistently good not in stellar as, as a sniper and so i kind of wanted to ask how as a sniper or someone who fancies the sniper you know how has really the new changes impacted your play style because are you playing now have to play a bit more passively do you now have to play a bit more in weird angles or has really nothing changed and just been like all right i can out aim these fucks you know um nothing has necessarily changed um, I guess, at least for how I play positionally, mm -hmm. it's more of the decision making of whether I'm going to reload the bullet or if I'm going to bring out my pistol or if I'm just going to be running away and like hoping my teammate protects me. That's pretty yeah. much it. Like it's more of like the 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 split second decision making is different now that I that I don't have or now that I can be punished for swapping weapons. Mm -hmm. Ned, uh. I did snipe for a stint on Ooh. on uh, Rise. Yeah, <laughs> I forgot you played uh, on Rise. Oh my gosh! What for a, for a few weeks? Yeah, yeah. Fun times, but um, <laughs> I sniped for a bit, and I can say that it definitely is. I I haven't mopped a whole lot since 3.0, but 
it was a little bit too easy to pull out the gat and just tap someone after you mop them in the body. Mm -hmm. uh, it definitely makes sense that they changed the the um, draw time. And I think it definitely has impacted moppers for the better. For the betterment of the game. Yeah. You know, and... Now, one thing that, uh, I mean, I have an opinion on this, and that's Mop versus Saber. Who wins? What's the better gun? Is it just the fact that the Saber can now, or is it more just like, ah, uh, you know, the Mop is more fun, it's more like, wow, we're skillful, is it just, Saber's just a better gun overall. You know, hasn't I Obviously the Saber. <laughs> Obviously the Saber. I can't imagine uh, a world. Billboard? Billboard? I, I have a, some, okay. The only reason I I sometimes I, I feel like with mm -hmm. mop you always position yourself in spots where the mop is going to work, but with saber you don't necessarily always have that option on attack. And I hate the irons on the saber. I hate them so much. So so really? much. Yeah, and man. that's that's really the reason why. I just I just hate close range with the saber because you're kind you sometimes there are situations you are forced into close range with saber and you will like never win that like ever. Uh, with mop, generally, you can position yourself in a, a lot, like a lot of the time you can be able to position yourself to not ever be stuck in those situations because, you know, you're not attacking. Attacking, you know, you're, you're forced to clear like a bunch of small corners, stuff like that, and have to deal with things like that. But with, with mop, you, you, at least when you're on the defense, you should hopefully be able to position yourself a, a lot better. Yeah. Uh, Farrell just said in chat that the Black Tower beats both of them. You know, do you agree, disagree, or is Feral just I mean, out of his mind? He's right. He, yes and no, yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it just depends, I guess, how good of a shot the mop versus the black tar is. If that mop misses, then obviously black tar's winning that. And, uh, yeah, it, it just depends how fast you are, because obviously if you, you can get that two-tap off real quick and not really have to worry, and because there's no recoil, you don't really have to be punished for it. Like, mm -hmm. if, you have, if you happen to be the person that has worse aim... Um, doesn't really matter because yeah, you can just spam that thing. But um, mop black tar, you gotta hit that headshot. So. Yeah, but also like I would say even on sides, like I think the difference between the saber and the mop, and if we're just talking about, I think on paper the saber beats the mop every single day. Um, yeah. But if we're talking like defense, offense on their respective sides, I still think the saber is better, only because. Um, on defense, if I swing with on a saber, I'm probably gonna lose, and that's probably yep. a, a fault of my of my aim, but also because the saber, even if it misses their first shot, they can just like pop, 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 pop into your head. Mm -hmm. Um, but on attack, there have been times when like I'll just I'll just ego peek an, a mopper, get body shot, and then triple dink them with an AP. Like <laughs> I. Uh, yeah. But that's also their fault for positioning poorly mm -hmm. um, and like leaving themselves in the open where I just shoot at them. Yeah, I'm but talking like, more like just the close range with saber. Like, yeah, yeah, of course, of course. Like, if you swing like even medium range saber, you can just spam spam tap you and kill you. So it doesn't really matter. Close range, it's just god awful. I I agree. Yeah, you know, I mean. We talked a lot about gun, like all these guns, but one of the new guns that we really didn't touch on, and I think is kind of the last one I want to touch on, is the Gruber SD. Two new guns were, two new guns were added to the defender side. One of them, the KRM, which we've spoken on, how it's disgustingly good. 
The Gruber SD though was added. It is a variant of the Gruber that has a suppressor and a stock and better iron sights. Don't at me on that. But uh, any thoughts on the Gruber SD? Is it just a better Gruber? You know, do you think it's too good, too bad? Do you think it should be nerfed a little bit? You know, what's what are your thoughts on uh, one of the newer, the newest addition to the Defender Arsenal? Hmm. Um, I think it's fine to be honest. It, it's it, fine. It, and to be fair, it's just it is pretty much a straight upgrade. I don't actually, I actually do like the the new Gruber, like normal Gruber's irons more than the SDs. Mm -hmm. Me too. But um, the yeah, the SD is otherwise just kind of a straight upgrade because of you don't get those bullet trails, and that can actually can help you for sure on on uh, some occasions. Um. But otherwise, like yeah, like if I'm having to choose between picking a, picking up an SD and a normal Gruber, like on the floor, like when I'm when I went around as an attacker, like I'm picking up the SD. Yeah. Every time. Yeah, I wouldn't say it's broken, but in the right position, it can be devastating because of those because of no tracers and it's it's good, but it's not broken. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we talked about guns a lot. And, uh, not, guns just didn't change, you know? There was, there was a lot of other changes to, like, to the guns and reloads and all that, but there's a bit of a more gradual change, and that's in maps. Maps have kind of become a bit more funky, freaky, so some people, so to say. And I think it's a very contentious topic on, like, this map good, this map bad, breezeway exists, you know, uh, parking garage is good, what's bad? And I wanted to get your opinions as... We passed the 49 minute mark of what are your thoughts on the new maps? You know, is there anything that stands out? Is there anything that you would like to see change? Is there a new philosophy um, regarding maps that you think that has sprung up that you just don't like? You know, and Ned, let's start with you. Um, uh, Basically, maps. I'm giving you a, I'm giving you plenty of time to either shit on them or praise them. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I... <laughs> I I'm such a non-cerebral player most of the times that mm -hmm. like I will either brick really hard or like pop off in a great way. Yeah, um, going like twelve and seven on ten and ten mans, you know. Sure, or everyone. going like one and ten in a ten mans. It's oh. either one or the other. I'm very inconsistent. Um, but the maps, uh, when they're good, they're fine, and like when they're. When they're, it's like, okay, I'm in theater. And so I see a lot of musicals, a lot of plays. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if you go see a play or a musical, if like there's feedback, if the yeah. microphones are crappy, if the audio is bad, if the lighting is bad, you notice it. But if it's good and if it's great and if mm -hmm. the costumes are good, everything, all the tech stuff is good, you don't notice it at all. And that's how mm -hmm. I feel with due process if the maps are good you just play the game as it's intended to be played but when the maps are bad you like mm -hmm. a, a, you absolutely notice and you are like pissy about the maps and like like there's this one parking garage map that i saw yesterday or the day before where there is a sight line from one end of the map outside of the map to the absolute back of the like attackers spawn like i don't know how that can be allowed but it is uh <laughs> i don't know if they're good they're fine and if they're bad they're really bad yeah 
Yeah, it's pretty clear to tell when a map is like sided one one side or the other, just on, on off first glance a lot of the time. Um, or like once you're able to like analyze some of the angles and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's pretty easy to tell whether a map will be two defender sided or attacker sided. Like yeah, like Ned's saying, there are some angles that you're just are ridiculous to hold or that that like make it pretty much impossible and in which and especially especially a lot of the kill like i think kill house is the the one the biggest map having an identity crisis right now outside of factory you know factory of course that you know we're still waiting for factory version three so when they finally you know get the full identity of factory because it's always been changing and hopefully and you know we've, we've seen it improve with you know pipeworks and silos and stuff like that and they're starting to kind of get a footing more for what factory is but house not so much um and i don't know i i think the way or what really defines a good map is how props and objects are set up so that what that it can make barb positions good because there are a lot of maps where there it's very clear it's like there's you have to like really get creative to make an actual good barb position Mm -hmm. um because they're just not designed to have any choke points at all in which you kind of need them, at least with how the meta is. You you need some level of so, somewhere to cut things off um, with having barb set up and not having to like stuck having to like double barb something or um, things like that. Uh, so like I would say that's the big thing that defines maps is really just what comes in what what the makers are doing after the initial rooms is like how they're setting up props to to set up for crosses on potential bar positions and things like that mm-hmm. i also still think there are problems with prop placement i agree and like how uh, like i'll be running around on a ki- on like a c store and like in office the desks will be like placed too close to the wall so i can't run where i should be able to run like it looks like there's an opening but then when I try and get behind the cover, I can't move there. And yeah. I think they still need to focus on um, the little things and making sure their maps are playable to the fullest extent. Yeah, there's a factor. No, a dome map. I'm sorry. When observation, there's a chair that sits uh, like in between one of the, not the entryways, but one of the ways that you can kind of like sections of the observation. And if you spawn in that section behind the chair, you can't get out of that section. And yeah. I'm just like, excuse me? That's this exists. So good. <laughs> but you can't get into the thing because the chair is blocking. You can't go over it. You can't go around it. And there's just a chair there. Uh, the charm. The, the charm. process charm. I mean, don't you love it? You know, it's not a bug. It's a feature. Yep. Always. But, <laughs> but I mean. I think that the other big impact, too, or like problem that I see with a lot, there are some maps that red is just terrible like the i feel like sometimes they just slap on red doors to places and just mm-hmm. just to say that they're a red like oh we met our red door quota yes and um because there are definitely a lot of maps where blowing the red doors are next to useless um and you're better off just full greening it green um, church, you know a green indoor or, yeah uh, one of the green doors you know like what but on on the flip side i will say i don't know if is like an intentional thing or but like i love maps that you can get really creative on things mm-hmm. with um especially like involving power like there's a map um i think i've written down yeah sinful force it's a dome map it's with Ooh. the uh where there's a castle up at the basically like the top right of the map 
Um, there's a jungle red door at the top left. There's a, a green pit door entrance that actually leads to where the drawbridge is, and then the button is in pit. And then there's also an OBS red door. And then the power is, like, just outside of OBS. Um, and, but the, the reason I love that map is because um, there's, like, such a good counterplay. I've actually done it in 10-mans and I think in scrims um, before, uh, of where you can... Um, if they decide to blow OBS for whatever reason, if, and you know it's like their last charge or their only charge, you can just hit power and they cannot come pit ever because the, the that drawbridge is shut and they can't even hit the button because power is off. So then you can just hard hold power entirely and funnel them through one door. Like stuff like that I love, um, whether it's intentional or not. Um, but uh, it, it, you just barely, like rarely see occasions like that. Um, and yeah, it's the, I think it's the kill houses too that are the ones that are, are the most culprit to like useless red doors. But there are some domes too that have pretty bad ones. But I think it started with C store that there would only be one red door because it used to like the, the thing was all right, you got a green door and two red doors, no matter what, you know. And now it's kind of doing these weird things with all right, you got one red door and you got green, you know. and when they first started doing that run one red door, it was they were so bad, you know. Yep. Like so I love I, I love sandwich and Nixon, but ooh, whoever made some of those, that was something else. I remember when lumber yards first became a a thing, mm -hmm. and uh, they were they were experimenting with red doors inside of the lumber yards. Yeah, and it was awful because you'd like be just like vibing and then someone would shotgun open the door and you'd get like Ingmar in the back or something. It was mm -hmm. very, very fun. Yeah. Um, and just so many useless red doors over the years. Uh, I also really don't know how to feel about the double greens on Kill House too. I don't that, okay, really. There's this one map and it has Breezeway in it. So it's already like, okay, this is not a good map, but it has, it's a map where it has Breezeway on the West side and then a green door on the east side leading into bomb room and bomb isn't facing the opposite like breezeway and so you can't hold bomb from breezeway as a defender and it's like the most attacker side map i've ever seen and yeah you know it kind of gets to the point of breezeways you know um any thoughts are you uh, are you one of the people who are like breezeway is fine people are reacting or is it more just breezeway is the worst creation to ever come in this game I think Breezeway as a tile is fine. Mm -hmm. The way it's been implemented recently is is not very fine. Yeah, I actually like the some of the old Breezeways. Like mostly the L shaped Breezeways yeah, have been really fun. good. Those were really fun because that was like yeah the exclusive green, and then in a sense, I mean in a sense it was kind of two greens because you had you know two ways to go, but then the rest of the map was still connected. The problem is the the Breezeways that split maps. That's the mm -hmm. that's where the issue becomes because. That, um, you know, no one is almost ever going to attack the side of the map without the bomb. No one, like, unless they have the, there's like some windows set up that happen to be really good for like holding bomb or something like that. Then no one will ever clear that side. Yeah. And I mean, this kind of like the breezeways that go. And I mean, there's there's apparently rumor has it that there's a change to breezeway, and we just have to wait for that change to come. That'll make breezeways a lot better, you know, for the defenders. Uh, but when we're talking about the here and now, and I'm also going to be talking about the past, is that when storefront bomb was egregious, was egregious to the point where defenders would just take only tubs and knacks. 
you know, there was the issue of, all right, they would get into bomb room, there's no cover for the defenders. The same thing happens with these breezeway maps. They get into the bomb room immediately through breezeway, and there's, like, very little cover, besides whether, if there is cover, it's not that good because flashbangs exist. So, there was this kind of, I guess this mirroring where, like, my, the worst moment for me in this game was when in-store, like, you played C-store, like, you played, like, a throwaway round as a defender. I think that was the worst meta ever to come, you know? Yeah. Um, yep. And it's because the map, the map design said, all right, you know, as a defender, you can't win this. And I think it's coming kind of being seen in these breezeways that lead into bomb and kill house. As a defender, unless you have wall bangs that are very good or you're just a crack shot, it's very hard to win some of these. And it really leads into these tough, like, uh, sort of say sets where it's like, all right, you know, we see these breezeways and do, like, maybe, like, I think people, and I know I have, have started just taking the plan of like, all right, take one barb on the uh, breezeway door and take one barb on green. And then take some, like, Allegros and, uh, like, some, like, the Gruber, you know, like, the regular Gruber and, like, a tub or whatever. And just kind of eco this one because it's so tough to win. But, I mean, that, that's really just my thoughts on the whole, like, breezeway situation, you know. And, I mean, moving out of... <laughs> Billboard? Oh, yeah, I was going to add one more. Well, so, to be fair, I think, like, to play a bit of Devil's Advocate, yeah, with the Breezeways, I don't think they're as attacker-sided as people say. It definitely mm -hmm. looks like it all the time, but if you know how to play them as a defender, like, if you just get super aggressive, then it's actually pretty easy to win the, to win them uh, against, like, a, a not-super-prepared attack. Unless, like, on attack, you still have to actually plan out how you're going to take a Breezeway. Yeah. Like, um... Because there are times that they'll be set up to uh, actually like work really well for defenders. Like I can't remember which one it was, but I know it was in a scrim. It was it's one where um, I think it's like a brick house that's separate, and then and then the uh, in the kitchen. I'm guessing. Uh, yeah, breeze, yeah, yeah. The the bombs in the kitchen, um, and then like the truck is north and they have to come down. Um, like I like we played that one time where I was just sitting with Allegros in the brick a brick house and I got two kills just peeking out the windows and mm -hmm. while my team watched for any of them to try to come push me so like it can work out really well if if they're not using smokes effectively or um not actually like the only way those breezeways like work for attackers is if uh they one will get the pick on anyone trying to peek or two if they they know how to actually use their smokes um because otherwise, like, defense can very well win those rounds. It just depends mm -hmm. on how well-equipped attack is. Yeah. And, I mean, you know, that, that kind of just fills out, like, the maps. I think Seastor is in a really decent place. Dome is in a decent place. You know, Factory is, yeah. I think, in the best place it's ever been in. Um, so, there's, there's a, I mean, who knows, you know. And maybe, maybe I'm completely wrong here because I don't... I'm not a high-tech gamer. Like... Uh, you too, but <laughs> uh, I would say Factory has cover issues still. Cover issues still. Okay. Um, I really oh, hate yeah. the maps that like, like I don't know. It's, the problem with with Factories, it feels like, is you have to kind of. It feels like on some of them, you have mm -hmm. to pick between two options. You either pick a, a take where you have a million angles that you have to watch and cover, so you kind of have to bring smokes. Or you pick a take where you're stuck funneling in through certain certain directions. Yeah. For example, maps where there's red doors on silos, or like the only two options are a red door silos and a red door office, because then you're stuck. And then it's usually like what, like maybe like a server farm green. So like going through green is hell, hell in the first place, generally. Um, 
not all the time, but and then you have to then pick between going like through the the cro the clothes cramped but kind of safer office or going for the you know trying to go for silo and you get you get a bunch of angles back on them but there's a bunch of angles back on you so i don't know it just depends on the map but i think i think factory does have some some cover issues on certain maps definitely and i mean like yeah so but i mean maps are changing you know maybe we'll have this golden age of maps that axum has a mega brain moment and uh Sandwich is able to, you know, figure out how to uh, not completely have a stroke whenever he decides to make a parking garage. I love you, Sandwich, but um, I yeah, I agree that um, uh, factories that I'm enough cover, sure. Mm -hmm. um, but also, I I was gonna comment on the new the newer. Uh, What's the car one called? Parking garage. No. Oh, the, the outward, factory. like outward, outward and outward. like assembly. Assembly. I hate that. I, 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 you hate it? I don't I like. I hate it. I, I don't like how they made assembly, uh, like with ballistic glass, whatever. That's fine. I can pl I can play around it, whatever. It's annoying, but sure. And then they change it so that it's not ballistic anymore on some of the tile sets and ballistic on other tile sets. Okay, yes, the inconsistency is BS. I will say that. But I, I, assembly is amazing. I, I just think like the greens are too easy sometimes on those ones. That's all. That's yes. my problem with them. Mm -mm. Especially when you bring like a saber and, you, and and like I know some of those maps you can just like you smoke off the initial long angle just so you get that initial control. And then once you have it, once that smoke fades, then you have just so much to work with. Yeah, stylistically, really cool. But uh, playing it can be a little challenging. Yeah. And this one thing is, I think, you know, is from a player's perspective, the inconsistency in some of these maps is super annoying, you know? Mm. But that's just like, they got, they're just figuring, still doing a lot of testing, figuring out, you know, we're still in early access. Mm. So that's, yeah. that's always a thing. But I mean, Moving like kind of move, like moving from maps. I, I kind of wanted to before my final thing that I have for y'all is really just any general thoughts on the meta, any general thoughts on the game. You know, any last words? Molly's so need buffs. Molly's need buffs. buffs. I'm glad you agree, Billboard. I'm glad you said <laughs> that. I'm tired of every player running through my Molly. Sure, they take damage, but like still, I, I, I don't think it should be possible to run through a full spread Molly and be full health. Mm -hmm. or, I mean, not full health, but still have, still be alive. Like 60 uh, HP. Like, even 60 HP, that's crazy. Yeah. Like if I'm always full spread and you run f through it, like, uh, like even unequipped, like, full straight through, you should be dead by then. In a scrim? Yeah, in a scrim. Yesterday or the day before, Josh was in the scrim, and we were playing on East servers. And, I was watching that And scrim. he's on West. <laughs> and he'll, like, run through a molly and take no ticks of damage. Literally yeah, nothing. because the servers I... register it, too. Huh? The higher <laughs> ping you have, the more the less damage you take. It's crazy. It's, yeah, it's, it, like, as much as, like, like I, I enjoy other EU people, it's some BS when, like, you, you molly them, and then they just, like, I don't know, like, uh, I'll say a random person, a Tetra, just, like, te teleports around the corner. And it's like, excuse me? Like, wait a second? I thought I mollied that door. Yeah, I thought I mollied that door. And, and then you just die. And then whenever you try to shoot them, it's like, nope, 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 nope. And you just start getting no rigged. Oh, man. When the performance patch comes and whenever they figure out the servers, I'm going to be so happy. That's like, oh. But mm, that will be fun. 
That'll be really fun. Good frames for once. Good frames. Yo, it's it's playing this game for two years. Good frames. Yes. Finally. But otherwise, like, and then other otherwise, other than the other stuff we talked about, like some weapon balance changes. I think that's really all I want to see changes. Just mollies mm -hmm. need need to be uh, buffed again. Yeah. Because um, I don't know. They just feel relatively useless. Uh, there are times, like, especially like um, for red doors because i feel like one of the one of the best uses of mollies is to it, delay a red door so your team can rotate and you know reposition mm -hmm. but you can't do that sometimes because people just they run through it and they'll take like minimal damage and then yeah. the person throwing the molly is probably dead as well so that puts them in an instant 5v4 definitely yeah so i mean ned any any last thoughts um I mean, I play the game for the community. Mm -hmm. Not much because... I mean, I like the game. I wouldn't yeah. play it if I didn't like it. But uh, I play the game because of the Discord channels. And that's how I met a lot of my gamer friends. Because before Game? Due Process, I didn't have gamer... I had gamer friends in like middle school that I played like League of Legends with. Mm -hmm. But in high school, no one I knew, I hung out with all the people who did not play video games, and I was the one... You were the gamer. Was, I, you were yeah, the they, they gamer. Were like, they were like, what do you do when you go home, Ned? And I'm like, play video games. And they're like, what the... What? What are video uh, games? <laughs> yeah, and it introduced me to people like Billboard and Frosty and You Donut and... Characters like Adaxi and Char oh, you say character. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's just it's one fun. I like it makes me it bring makes me want to wake up every morning to yeah. to see what's going on in the due process community. As much as this community gives me an aneurysm or stroke every day, uh, I, I I wouldn't be I wouldn't still be here if it wasn't for it. You know, but who who. You know, it's it's still got a lot of growing to do. Still a lot of uh, new players coming in, and so um, I, I, as much as the community can definitely push my limits to the point of holy shit, I have probably threatened to leave it like three times now. You know, <laughs> I I'm, I guess I'm someone who doesn't go, who doesn't follow up on the word, Ugh. but at least in that <laughs> sense. But well, we're glad you're still here, Donut. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> no but um i'm very excited and i think like i don't know maybe i'll make this like plug announcement but i i i'm 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 very excited to, for the future of this community you know and i mean i'm gonna see if i can test the waters and run my own little tournament you know and i think i've been very public with that so i would love to see you two there you know small little hundred five hundred dollar tournament to have fun that with, would but, be very fun yeah so community is great i hope maybe and the game is Maybe. always a blast. Maybe. So, I mean, any last, any, I know I said this once already, but any last words before? Um, Billboard? I, I guess, I guess one other thing I, I would comment on for, mm -hmm. that I want to see just in general for the improvement of the game is we like to be able to draw a new player. Like we need better tutorials, uh, like a better tutorial as well as just, I think something that would be really helpful would be putting maybe in i don't know exactly how they do it but do like weapon suggestions on on tile sets because there are people that like will bring stuff that, that like doesn't make any sense automatically like the, i'll also bring you know people bring leg roses on like c stores and things like that like i don't know 
I also another, another like to admit another huge problem I see with new players, which annoys the hell out of me, is they just start grabbing stuff. In terms of like, they'll like bring like two barbs or two mollies or like, like they just fill their inventory. And then, <laughs> like this, I had this clip this morning. I was playing with this new player on Dome, yeah. and he had a he had a legros and two barb. And his first okay. thing, he walked up to a red door, kicked it, walked out. Looked around, was getting, and then got zapped by the UAP. <laughs> oh it was the funniest thing I've seen in my life. It was ridiculous, oh but like, that can't happen. Like, that's I'm a sorry. Testament to the, that's a, the tutorial. That's a testament of the tutorial system right now. Yeah. Like, they need, they need that shit ASAP because <laughs> they need it updated. Like, I honestly think that after, after they finish, um, the whole performance patch update, they need to put that like a new tutorial in ASAP with custom, like before customization. You know. Oh my gosh. Yep. It's but <laughs> Okay, okay. Uh, I know I know I'm <laughs> dragging this up, but the funniest thing I've ever seen, ever seen before. I never experienced in this, one of the fun in this game with new players. You know, I'm playing, it's like 9 p.m. You know, and I'm playing with like me and I think it's some other someone someone else with me. I'm not I'm just going to say Resi. Maybe it's Resi, maybe it's who knows. Maybe it's Zombie Bacon. But we're playing and Dome just came out. So it's like, ah, dome. So we got a new player boost. And we get in, zero, zero, ten, and then us two. And we're just talking. And then the ten, level 10 is like, all right, this is the plan I want to do. And he starts trying to barb red doors. And, oh, my God. And the, and the first thing he takes is mop, molly, molly, like, LS. <laughs> and okay. we're just like, hey, you know, maybe you shouldn't do this. It's one of the most close-range domes. You shouldn't do this. Maybe you should follow this. And he's like, bro, I know what I'm doing. It's fine. He bar And then he... He throws a molly like something like he, he spawns in, throws a molly some like at a door before the round even starts and then dies in pit nice. with mop. Nice. Like, it was full of mop too. And I was like, excuse me? <laughs> yeah, I was, and I was like, so he still, yeah, I don't know, but oh, I'm he just, definitely knows what he's doing. He knows what he's doing. But a Ninja Toy would be great. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, that's all I have for you. Hey, follow Billboard on Twitter. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, billboarders for Eric. <laughs> yeah, and then follow Ned in life. You know, just, yeah. Just, that's, but that's yeah, all I have for you. That. Thank you. Look up to my sh Ned Way saying she likes basketball video. Yes. <laughs> anyway, thank you to so much for coming on. Uh, it has been a blast, and I hope that everyone in chat who watched it a blast. But that's uh, me, Donut, Mr. Donut, for the Due Process Podcast. Now, bi-weekly, hopefully. And a bit more but thank you everyone and have a great evening.